I am so happy with how this looks for the Rangers. We have a pitcher, Jack Leiter, and he is a dude. Athletic enough to get to any ball. And while I do think his hitting is worse than Derek Jeter, it's not that far off. So he reached double digits. The big question has been answered. <laughs> it just leaves it to where I don't believe that the Canadians had a shot. The steal of the draft is Will Taylor to the Texas Rangers in the 19th round after he signs with them. We'll see what happens during his career. It's important to keep his Scotty around, Chris Middleton. It's important to keep his Dennis Rodman, which I believe is like Drew Holiday, another important defender, a guy who's a team builder. And uh, maybe that's P.J. Tucker. I don't know who's the Dennis Rodman of the team. I really don't like the Clippers just kind of sending it in when they're like, good job, Manfred. You won't get many of those for the rest of the year. And you can quote this on me. There is no way the Orioles or Red Sox make the playoffs this season. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, there's, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> You're not mentioning 2006. You can mention the other people. Not 2006. You already took your map shot. Well, it's also like you think, oh, just because I bought uh, the best soap doesn't mean your room's going to be clean. Just because you bought the best vacuum doesn't mean the floor is going to be not dirty. And then you have the Diamondbacks. And the Giants, I have them above the Rockies because I, I don't have any idea what the Rockies are doing. Sam Bennett's someone I really expected to be a better player. There will be a Rodgers playing for Green Bay, even though he may not be the quarterback. But uh, it's still unknown there. Austin is giving me the dead stare, so I guess don't mention Aaron Rodgers to him right now. Yeah, so we can compare uh, a rookie QB to a toddler. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. I agree 100%, and the reason why I agree is because this is a terrible trade for the long term. What would you have said if I bet you a hundred bucks at the start of at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs that the stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or Stanley Cup finals? Hi, this is Kelly Forbes with the Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NHL opinions of the week. We're gonna be previewing the Stanley Cup um, and talking about the Stanley Cup finals that are about to start soon. And I'm joined by Austin, who accurately predicted both teams in the playoff predictions that we do at the start of the season. This is the first time someone has gotten both teams. So Austin still has the chance to win more points if he gets um, the winner. And he can also get another few more points with the Conn Smythe winner. As we do that for every playoffs, it's been a gradual evolution of predictions. But Austin, I didn't say who you have winning. We can do that when we predict, or when I predict, since my teams are out. Because um, I'm pretty sure you're going to want to stand by everything. Correct? Oh, I'm definitely standing by. But yeah, you go first. You, We, we can go over the, the two series that just finished between the Avalanche and Oilers and then Obviously, last night, the Rangers versus the Lightning. Yeah, I don't think we have spent much time on Edmonton versus Colorado. I can almost spend a little bit more time on the Rangers and Lightning. Um, Edmonton, it was great run. Connor McDavid was amazing. It's just the same problems we saw in last year's playoffs. Um, Leon Dreisaitl was injured. 
this season, and they just they need Drysaddle and McDavid to carry a lot of weight in the playoffs, and that's just not going to get you far. And that's I think they just ran out of gas when they faced Colorado Avalanche, who have a great the Tampa Bay and Colorado both have amazing depth on all their lines, and they're all dangerous lines with. Um, Oilers, it was really just they moved Dryside on uh, McDavid to the same line in game four, and then you have Kane. Outside of that, though, there wasn't much depth, and then defense was a problem for the Oilers. So, any other thoughts? It was just great that the Avalanche were able to push back, push and get to the Stanley Cup final because they've had this pressure for a few years now. What do you think? Yeah, and they finally push through. They finally make it for the first time since they won the championship in 2001. So that's good to see. And like I want to talk about, I was talking to you about it before, Artur Lekkonen. He has sent the team he plays on to the Stanley Cup final with an overtime goal the past two seasons. Last year, obviously, with the Canadians, he did it against Vegas. And this year, he does it against the Oilers with Colorado. And that's impressive. It's just like Corey Perry, uh, the last two seasons with Dallas and uh, the Canadians, Artur Lekkonen now back-to-back years has made it with two separate teams. Yeah, that's a great stat. Um, And then there's another player on the Lightning. We'll talk about um, Pat Maroon um, as he's just been, he's a dynasty in itself as we, I think we gave him that title when we did the dynasty episode. Um, So make sure to check out that episode as well. And then, now I think we can go over to the Rangers and Lightning series. It was just incredible. The Rangers, I was shocked that they were up two games and then they just couldn't win a game, another game because the Lightning seemed to turn it around. And it was just, Sesterkin was incredible. I think it was the Rangers offense on five on five because there was that stat that the broadcast kept mentioning what that they only scored one goal on five on five in the past three games and that was in game four so i think that's something they need to figure out if they want to go farther um because um that was a problem and i think that led to their downfall because they just did their best trying to score but shesterkin was incredible but they just needed to get a couple more pucks past vasilevsky in my opinion to get to have a chance at winning the series. What do you think? And yeah, I can compare this Tampa team a little bit to the Bucks, uh, a team that I thought was going to win their second straight championship. And now obviously the lightning while it is two straight, it's also three straight if they win this year, but unlike the Bucks who had Chris Middleton go out their second best player, Braden point this year or this round was out of the, he was out Braden point who I would say is the second best player on the lightning behind Kucherov. Him or uh, it's probably either Point or Stankos. I'm fine with either of those. I prefer Point, and then Hedman's up there. That top four is crazy, but without one of their best players, a someone who had so many points their last two playoff runs, they won a series and they won in six. They won four straight. The last four games they've won. Vasilevsky after those two duds in the first two games has had an, a resurgence uh, back into being the best going league. I already thought that was the case heading into the series, but he's really proved it true. In his last, what is it, eight or seven series clinching games, he's allowed two goals. 
So that's insane. I and thought it was there was also the stat five straight shutout games. So maybe there's only two goals. But I thought because no, I, I said last like seven or eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going with the stat within your stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. both duly connected. But it's amazing. And now Pat Maroon makes his four straight Stanley Cup finals. He's won uh fifteen straight series. Which is incredible which is incredible. And now Corey Perry making it to his third straight. Many people don't like him. He's a dirty player sometimes, but I do like how he continues to perform at an older age and continue to be on these good teams. A lot of players, when they get older, they go to bad teams and kind of score more or, or do better than their stats or do worse than their stats actually show. They're like, oh, they're not doing that bad. Well, they're on the worst team in the league, so it doesn't really matter what their stats are because they're just always surplus because they're always down by a lot. But Corey Perry, the last three years, has been on some of the best teams in the league. And this year, he finally gets to win his second championship, which is the last time he won. It was his second year in the league with the Anaheim Ducks. So that'll be crazy if he can finally get over the hump again. And if we want to make another thing with Corey Perry, his team, the team he's been on, has always had an outstanding goalie for that season. You have, oh my gosh, um, Hudobin. Who played so well that playoff series. Incredible. Round. I mean, Entire playoffs, he's yeah. amazing. Then Price, and now Vasilevsky. That's true. And I think Vasilevsky, I think, has been a huge part in what has allowed in how Tampa has been able to stay competitive and making and um, make it to the finals the past three years in a row, just because he's incredible in shutout games, as we've mentioned with both the stats. Um, and you already have a good offense. Um, and the offense, do you think they lost Coleman last season or this offseason? I think almost the offense for the Tampa Bay Lightning was at its best when they faced the Stars just because they hadn't lost anyone yet. I could, I could definitely see that. And, I mean, there's a lot of things that show that, that they're – able to pick up guys like Nick Paul, who's never won a championship, Braden, uh, Brandon Hagel. They, they just continue to pick up guys that are uh, that fill roles. And while they may not be as good as uh, Barkley Goodrow or somebody else, it definitely shows that they can continue to build on their team. Yeah, I would agree. That's the depth I was talking about um, with Tampa and Colorado. But Tampa has just done a great job of finding players. They got Corey Perry in a nice uh, contract. So – it will be interesting to see how Vasilevsky, what part he plays in the Stanley Cup final, or if there's another player. Uh, I looked up Braden Point's status because he hasn't played in either of the past two series. We haven't seen him since the first round, which is incredible. Like, I forgot. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Point. I'm not hearing Point. He's not playing, and they're still playing incredible. Um, so I've been looking – for his status because they had ruled him out for game five and game six. Uh, so John Cooper says Braden point is extremely probable to play in the final, although he's not sure about game one. So that's from a tweet from Elliot Friedman. Um, so that's our answer. And then Kadri 
um, for the Avalanche, who has been great this playoffs. He also has bad reputation if we want to talk about Pat Maroon and Corey Perry. Um, but he did great for them in the Blues, uh, especially game four when he had a hat trick. Yeah. Kind of okay. I'm looking up his status, but what are some things that stand out to you? Well, another thing is that the last three seasons, I'm going to go back to Corey Perry because it's just how amazing it is. On all these other teams he's been on, he's been on four teams in his career. He's made the finals with all four, which I find pretty amazing, obviously with the Ducks, and then obviously the last three years with three different teams. And he's always performed better points-wise in the playoffs, not by amount, but by place on the team. He always places higher than he did in the regular season. So if he – because with the – Stars and with the Canadians, he didn't have a tremendous regular season, but in the uh, playoffs, he performed much better. And while he didn't obviously hit the same amount of points because he played so many less games, he was higher on his team ranks. And then back, yeah, the Braden Point and Nansom Kadri, if one of those guys get back and not the other, it could sway the series. Hopefully both of them come back relatively early in the series so we can see a competitive matchup with basically a full lineup on both sides of healthy players. But it definitely could sway things one side or the other, depending if Nazem or Braden can get back in time. So I looked up Kadri. Um, there's a report on June 6th. He underwent thumb surgery. He hasn't been officially ruled out, but it's pretty probable that he is out for the whole playoffs. So well, if I think point will probably come back, maybe game two, as we're not sure about game one. So I think that definitely favors the Lightning. And to talk about Corey Perry again, Corey Perry is on the same line as Pat Maroon, and that's their fourth line. But it's a very efficient fourth line. So I think just talking about the depth and the experience that the Lightning have, I think you're going to see I – can't, I can't wait to see how McKinnon, um, Lankinen, Rantanen um, play – but that's just one line for the Avalanche, and they're missing Kadri. Um, so just the depth, and then there's Nick Paul with the Lightning as well. That's going to be incredible to see. So I think that favors the Lightning as well. And then, of course, I think you're going to um, – the goalie edge, I think, is to the Lightning, even though Kemper has played well. But he's been dealing with some injuries, correct? Yeah, but Frenzos has won every game he's played these playoffs. So I don't think it's too much of a uh, a downturn going to Pavel Frenzo. Also, he's had experience in the playoffs previously, so I'm not all that worried. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I'm very excited for this series because I hope it's close. I believe it will be close um, just because of the great offense that the Avalanche have. Then defensively, the... Uh, playmakers they have McCarr, but then you have Mc, um, McKinnon. McDonough, um, and then Hedman. Um, it, it would just be so great to see. Um, I hope it goes. I hope it's a long series. It goes six or seven games, um, maybe a couple overtimes. That'd be fun. Um, any other thoughts? Not really. I'm excited for a good series. I definitely think Tampa's going to win, and I probably have them winning in six. All right, um, Con Smythe. Kucherov. Kucherov, okay. I, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I think I'm going to go Lightning here as well. 
Um, I just think the advantages, like I talked about, lead toward the Lightning. And I'm not sure. And then we can talk about this. Uh, the uh, Avalanche have done a great job here. It's just I don't think they faced – they haven't been tested as much this postseason as the Lightning, in my opinion. Because they had a sweep – the Avalanche swept the Predators first round. Then it was six-game series with the Blues, and then they swept the Oilers. So I, you could argue that, hey, they have fresher legs. Um, but with the Lightning, I feel they're ready and they're ready to have a long series. I'm not sure about the Avalanche, just the mindset. Um, so that's why I'm also going to pick Lightning. I'm curious what you think about the difference in the playoff series beforehand. Yeah, and we saw Tampa sweep the Florida Panthers and then lose the first two games of their series after the New York Rangers won in seven over Carolina. But I think it really, I think is big is guys like Arturi Lekkanen that are on Colorado because they're some of the few guys that have actually been to a cup final. And those are the ones you actually need to rely on, even if they're younger players. Like once you get into a Stanley Cup final game, the nerves are obviously, obviously going to be there. But with the guys who already played, that normally doesn't happen. They they know they can settle in easier. And those guys leading the players like McKinnon, McCarr, who haven't been in the Stanley Cup final game yet, I do think it's important. Yeah, so I'm going to go Lightning 7, um, Con Smythe. I'm going to go Defenseman. I'll go Headman. So... Those are our picks. We'll keep you updated um, throughout the series. And be on sure to check out our other episodes. I mentioned some at the beginning. Make sure to follow us on Twitter as we post, um, as we tweet out the episodes. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.